Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight on the eve of Donald Trump's historic arraignment in a federal courthouse in Miami, our new reporting as we learn more about the national security implications of the classified material he brought to Mar-a-Lago. Here are tonight's headlines. Donald Trump arrives in Miami as law enforcement braces for possible protests. Make no mistake about it, we're taking this event extremely serious. A fuel tanker crash started a fire that caused a portion of Interstate 95 to collapse over the weekend. It may be gridlocked for months. We're talking about major structural work. A tour boat capsizes north of Buffalo, leaving one dead and nearly a dozen injured. The breaking details. The American terrorist known as the Unabomber died by an apparent suicide at a North Carolina prison hospital on Saturday. At the time of his death, Kaczynski was serving four life sentences for his crimes. Dangerous weather targets the south. We've got to watch for thunderstorms, the kind that could bring some big hail and some really strong winds possible in Texas. I'm in the back of a fully autonomous ride-hailing service called Waymo. There's no driver up front. We're going to take a look at what goes into running a ride-hailing service without drivers. A record 23rd Grand Slam for Novak Djokovic after he wins the French Open. There is a new grandmaster in men's tennis. Welcome to the 76th Annual Tony Awards. To anyone that thinks that they can't do it, you can do anything you put your mind to. Good evening and thank you for joining us as we start a new week together. And it's an unprecedented week in American history. The first 
federal prosecution of a former or current president of the United States. Donald Trump arrived in Miami late this afternoon ahead of his arraignment tomorrow after being charged with mishandling classified documents and obstructing justice. Sources close to Trump's legal team tell CBS News they expect him to plead not guilty. Security is tight between Secret Service protecting Trump and federal, state and local law enforcement officials on alert for protests. Some crowd estimates are in the thousands. We have team coverage of the indictment and a look at the highly classified documents Trump is accused taking from the White House. CBS's Robert Costa is going to start us off from Miami. Good evening, Robert. Good evening, Nora. The former president is huddling with his attorneys tonight in Florida. Sources say when he arrives at the courthouse tomorrow, he will plead not guilty. They also say that Trump's legal strategy at this time is directed by him and comes down to one phrase, fight everything. The former president arrived in Florida this afternoon, preparing for his second arraignment in three months. Police have ramped up security outside the Miami courthouse where he'll be processed. Trump and his allies have called for protests, and former Arizona gubernatorial candidate Kerry Lake issued a veiled warning. If you want to get to President Trump, you're going to have to go through me, and you're going to have to go through 75 million Americans just like me. And I'm going to tell you, yep. Most of us are card-carrying members of the NRA. Law enforcement sources say they're monitoring plans for pro-Trump rallies, including one that may be organized by the Proud Boys. And violent online rhetoric has surged since the indictment. Make no mistake about it, we're taking this, uh, this event extremely serious. The former president has remained defiant since the 37-count indictment was handed up Friday. As far as the... Joke of an indictment. It's a horrible thing. Attacking the special counsel, Jack Smith. Jack Smith. Sounds so innocent. He's deranged. Several of Trump's 2024 rivals have echoed his grievances about the Justice Department. But former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley also questioned Trump's conduct. It's reckless. It's frustrating. And um, it causes problems. And, you know, we're looking now, this is the second indictment. We're looking at possibly a third indictment um, coming in with Georgia. CBS polling shows Trump remains the front runner for the nomination. And 76 percent of likely Republican primary voters think the indictment was politically motivated. Democrats are crazy and um, they need to stop trying to bully Trump. He's a very strong candidate. The more charges they put on him, the stronger he seems to get. But Trump's former attorney general, Bill Barr, said the charges laid out in the indictment are very serious and could put Trump in legal jeopardy. If even half of it is true, then he's toast. I mean, it's a it's a pretty it's a very detailed indictment uh, and it's very, very damning. After he is processed here tomorrow, Trump plans to head back to New Jersey to his golf club where he will address supporters and meet with major donors preparing for the legal and political battles ahead. Nora. Robert Costa in Miami, thank you. The unsealed federal indictment provides key details about the kinds of documents found at Mar-a-Lago. According to investigators, they included some of the highest levels of classification that protects the nation's secrets. CBS's Catherine Harridge reports the special counsel said the taking of this material was not just a violation of law, but it, quote, put our country at risk. 
The classified records strewn throughout Mar-a-Lago in a public ballroom, a bathroom, and tossed on a storage room floor are among the nation's most closely held secrets. Of the 31 charges for the willful retention of national defense information, 21 involve top-secret documents. Former National Security Advisor John Bolton worked in the Trump White House. This was a risk to national security beyond calculation. Bolton told CBS News special handling suggests a special access program which can be so secret the government doesn't acknowledge its existence. The classified code TK or talent keyhole can refer to intelligence gathered from spy satellites. Formerly restricted data can refer to nuclear weapons capabilities. Florida Republican Senator Marco Rubio said there was no evidence the intelligence was compromised. There's no allegation that he sold it to a foreign power or that it was trafficked. But a 2019 incident suggests Mar-a-Lago has been a target. This Chinese businesswoman was convicted of trespassing, lying to federal investigators and deported. What's the national security bottom line? The danger is that by poor handling, exposing these documents to potential access by foreigners, the secrets were put at risk. And that alone is enough to be criminal. President Biden's retention of records marked classified from his time as vice president is also under investigation by a special counsel. Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy claims Trump's records were more secure than Biden's found in a garage. Is it a good picture to have boxes in a garage that opens up all the time? A bathroom door locks. Of the Trump documents. The spokesperson declined to comment to CBS News on the status and any findings, Nora. Catherine Herridge, thank you. And we will bring you coverage of tomorrow's federal arraignment of former President Donald J. Trump with a CBS News special report at 2 p.m. Eastern, right here on CBS and our CBS News streaming service. Tonight, federal and state investigators are on the scene following the collapse of an overpass on one of America's busiest highways. Pennsylvania's governor signed a disaster declaration today after Sunday's tanker truck explosion that led to I-95 giving way. CBS's Elaine Cajano reports it could take months to repair the damage. This was the scene just after 6 a.m. Sunday oh boy. when a tanker carrying 8,500 gallons of fuel crashed and caught fire in Philadelphia, causing part of Interstate 95 to collapse. The tractor and trailer uh, were, were trying to navigate the curve, lost control of the vehicle, uh, uh, landed on its side and ruptured the tank and ignited the fire. Today, state police confirmed human remains were found in the wreckage. This video shows the road buckling moments before the northbound lanes crumbled. I just floored it and drove through. Frank Graber took these pictures driving back from the airport. He said he felt the road giving way as he passed through the flames. I felt a drop like a roller coaster just just dropped down. So I was like, well, it wasn't very smart because I could have fell right in the fire. Monday, crews used heavy machinery to start clearing debris. The fire burned so hot, officials say the southbound lanes will also have to be demolished as part of the rebuilding, which could take months. The entire region affected by this will have the full support of the United States Department of Transportation for as long as it takes to get that restored to normal. Roughly 160,000 vehicles use this stretch of I-95 each day. Today, those vehicles had to find alternative routes, leading to snarled traffic and longer commutes. 
Everyone's just gonna have to adjust. We're probably gonna have to wake up a little earlier, show up on time. State officials say the bridge was only about 10 years old and was structurally sound. But experts say these overpasses are not designed to withstand a fire this intense. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg will visit the site tomorrow. Nora? What a nightmare. Elaine Gahano, thank you. We turn now to a frightening scene in western New York. One person was killed and nearly a dozen others injured when a tour boat capsized in an underground cavern in the city of Lockport. That is north of Buffalo. Reporter Tara Lynch from our Buffalo affiliate WIVB tells us 29 people in total were on board. Reporter me, boat that is capsized. First responders raced to the Lockport cave after 911 calls came in just before 1130 this morning. I came out and... Uh... Uh, witnessed them punching a hole in a wall. A tour boat carrying employees of Niagara County Tourism Groups capsized at the end of a narrow 300-foot channel, tossing all 29 on board into the water up to six feet deep. A day of fun turned into misery. Unfortunately, we did have one fatality in the incident. Uh, It is believed for a time that he was initially stuck underneath the capsized boat. America's longest one-of-a-kind underground boat ride. The tour boat has the capacity for 40 passengers. Today, none of the 28 were wearing a life jacket. Some were able to pull themselves on top of the boat. 16 others had to be rescued by emergency crews using an inflatable boat. We had uh, 11 people total taken to area hospitals for minor injuries. Now, it was a heroic rescue today as emergency crews had to hammer a hole through the canal wall using a sledgehammer. Officials tell us this is now considered a crime scene because one man died. Nora. Tara Lynch, thank you. Tonight, people in 15 states are bracing for flash flooding, hail and severe weather. In Colorado, roads are already swamped in the Colorado Springs area. Nearly half a foot of rain has already fallen and more is expected tonight. In North Texas, storms with hail the size of apples are possible for nearly 10 million Americans, including in Dallas and Waco. In the Mid-Atlantic, strong thunderstorms this evening could turn severe in Philadelphia and the surrounding areas. Turning now to the war in Ukraine, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken said today he hopes that the Ukrainian offensive now underway will force Vladimir Putin into talks to end his invasion. Ukraine says it has liberated several villages from the Russians in recent days. As CBS's Ian Lee reports from near the front lines, both sides are taking losses. Ukrainian troops storm a Russian position in the country's southeast. Soldiers pepper the tree line with bullets as their commander orders them to spread out. Inch by inch, Ukraine says it's liberated around seven settlements. At first, the enemy resisted and tried to repel our attack, this soldier says. Slowly, house by house, we recaptured this village. But victory comes at a cost. Russia has taken out Western-supplied equipment, including German tanks and American Bradleys. U.S. officials say Ukraine's much-anticipated offensive is slowly moving forward. But for those who fled the fighting, they wonder what's left for them. Like Eskold and Tatiana from occupied Solidar. Do you want to go back and live there? Where will we return, this couple asks me. We have no apartment. Russia leveled everything to the ground. A school holds a picture of their destroyed home, but these tears are for their missing relatives in occupied Bakhmut. They haven't heard from them in over a week and fear the worst. 
of feeling shared in Kherson. Where rescuers continue to pluck people from their homes, but the job's dangerous. Russian shelling hit several small boats on Sunday, killing three people. Dozens are still missing after Ukraine says Russia blew up the Kakovka Dam last week, unleashing a tidal wave submerging everything downstream with devastation as far as the eye can see. And rescue operations continue, Nora, as Ukraine says experts from the International Criminal Court are beginning their investigation into who's responsible for destroying the dam. Ian Lee in Ukraine, thank you. Back here at home, automakers and tech giants alike are working on bringing self-driving vehicles onto America's streets. That's right. In our week-long series, The Future of Cars, CBS's Chris Van Cleve takes a look at Google's ride-hailing service, Waymo, that's already replacing drivers with AI. I can't wait for the day when they take the steering wheel out. Robert Stone and Sheila Zaglowski aren't your typical early adopters, but the octogenarians are cheering these self-driving cars from Waymo, a newly expanded ride-hailing service in Phoenix. Waymo, owned by Google's parent company, has hundreds of cars on the road and has logged more than a million miles with passengers only, no humans behind the wheel. It's very convenient, very comfortable. I'm 83 years old and I'm thinking about retiring from driving, and it's just a great way to go. Waymo works and costs about the same as an Uber. The ride-hailing service is seen as years ahead of its competitors in developing autonomous vehicles, with technology allowing the cars to see up to three football fields ahead and a track record of safe operations with only two minor collisions. Still, a recent survey found 68% of drivers are afraid of self-driving vehicles. And what we've seen is that people experiencing the technology really leads to people using it more and having trust. But the technology is still learning. We think there's opportunities to continue to build a better service. For now, Waymo's fleet of fully electric Jaguars are only operating in two cities. If you do go to a place like Phoenix or San Francisco, you can get a taste of the future, but that technology may not come to your own home city for maybe another 10 or 15 years or more. Sheila and Robert are liking the way the future feels. You don't have any mixed feelings about the fact there's no one driving the car? That's the exciting part. (laughs) Do you think you'd give up your car for one of these? Probably in the future. I'm only 87, so... (laughs) (laughs) Keeping her options open for a driverless future. Chris Van Cleve, CBS News, Phoenix. I like that couple even more than I like the cars. There are new details on those Colombian children who survived a plane crash and 40 days, that's right, 40 days in the jungle. We'll tell you how they are doing next. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before 
where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. We're learning some harrowing details about those four indigenous children who survived 40 days in Colombia's Amazon jungle after their plane crashed. A relative says their mother survived for only about four days after the crash, telling them to move on without her to increase their chances of being rescued. The kids between 1 and 13 years old are now being treated for dehydration and bug bites. They survived by eating cassava flour, and fruit. An autopsy will be performed on the body of Ted Kaczynski, the infamous Unabomber who died by suicide in a North Carolina prison over the weekend. Kaczynski served more than 25 years of his multiple life sentences for a series of bombings between 1978 and 1995 that killed three people and wounded nearly two dozen others. He was finally arrested in 1996 at a cabin in Montana. Kaczynski was 81 years old. The top man in tennis celebrates a historic victory. That's next. Novak Djokovic now stands alone atop the list of men's tennis players after winning his record 23rd Grand Slam. Djokovic wore a jacket emblazoned with the number 23 after winning the French Open on Sunday. His 23 Grand Slam victories ties Serena Williams, who hung up her racket last year. The 36-year-old Serbian will go for his 24th Grand Slam next month at Wimbledon. Broadway's Biggest Night makes history the 2023 Tony Awards next. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. It was a historic night on Broadway at the 76 Tony Awards on Sunday. The non-scripted show due to the writer's strike provided plenty of show-stopping moments. Leopold Stat won for Best Play, while Kimberly Akimbo took home the top prize for Best Musical. And Alex Newell and Jay Harrison G. became the first two openly non-binary actors to win for their performances. Newell won for playing a whiskey distiller in Shucked. And to anyone that thinks that they can't do it, I'm going to look you dead in your face that you can do anything you put your mind to. 
It was a night of dreams coming true in New York City. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. Let's go. Your morning routine just got better. Yeah, it did. We'll see you tomorrow on CBS Mornings. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.